Make sure you're subscribed to Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. The Biden administration is pursuing a pretty aggressive agenda for abortion, even after the overturn of Roe v. Wade. They already had this planned, and that was more and wider access to abortion drugs. Joining us to talk about the Biden administration and abortion drugs, Dr. Michael New, visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America. He's associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life, a columnist for National Review Online and author of an essay titled New FDA Policies on Chemical Abortions Pose Health Risks for Women. Dr. New, welcome back. Oh, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. What is the Biden administration's policy through the FDA regarding abortion drugs? Well, the Biden administration has done quite a lot to make abortion policy a lot more permissive as it pertains to abortion drugs. In uh, December 2021, they continued the COVA-era policy, which basically states that an in-person medical exam is no longer required to obtain a chemical abortion drug. So a woman can now obtain a chemical abortion drug without having a face-to-face meeting with a physician. Last week, uh, it got even worse. The Biden administration, FDA, announced that now retail pharmacies can now dispense chemical abortion pills. So they're really taking great pains to make abortion policy a, a lot more permissive. Are pharmacies going along with this policy? Unfortunately, yes. There was an article in the New York Times recently which indicated that both Walgreens and CVS, which are two of the largest pharmacy chains in the country, both these pharmacies have indicated that they will sell chemical abortion drugs. Are pharmacists themselves, do we know whether they are aware of the dangers that abortion drugs pose, not only to the unborn, of course, but to pregnant mothers? Um, No, I think that many pharmacists just don't have a lot of experience in terms of prescribing chemical abortion pills. And it was interesting. There was a 2021 article that ran in the Journal of the American Pharmacists Association, and they did a survey about what pharmacists knew about chemical abortions. And only about 53% understood the risks of mifepristone, which is one of the pills that women take who obtain chemical abortions. So relatively a small percentage, less, you know, only a little more than half really understood those risks. Only 30% knew that fever and chills are a common adverse event uh, when women obtain chemical abortions. So I think there's a lack of knowledge on the part of pharmacists. I think that lack of knowledge could lead to some very serious negative health consequences uh, for women. What does research show about the particular dangers of abortion drugs? Yeah, the FDA just gave us some updated data about adverse events that have occurred because of chemical abortion drugs. Since June 30, 2000, which is roughly when the FDA first approved chemical abortion drugs, 28 women have died. So that's 28 deaths due to chemical abortion drugs. There have also been 414 infections. They have counted 1,048 hospitalizations and over 4,200 adverse events. And those numbers are probably an undercount. Uh, again, you know, abortion reporting requirements in the U.S. are, are pretty weak. Uh, but even with the limited data we have, it's pretty obvious that these chemical abortion pills do pose some serious health risks uh, to women. So the FDA's own numbers recognize the dangers. Absolutely. I mean, this is official FDA data. They've made it clear that they can attribute 28 deaths 
to chemical abortion pills, and again, over 4,200 adverse events because of chemical abortions. What are the various states doing to prevent the abuse of telemedicine and dispensing abortion drugs? Well, a couple of things. First, you know, since the Dobbs decision, 13 states have effectively banned abortion and are protecting preborn children. And, you know, that ban would include a ban on telemed or telehealth abortions. Overall, there's 18 states that either have a ban on telemed abortion or have some serious limits on telemed abortion. So, you know, 18 states, you know, have taken the lead in terms of protecting both women and unborn children. You know, obviously, we want more states to do that, but some states have been active in that regard. How do pro-lifers, how can they push back on the issue of abortion drugs? I think there's a variety of ways we have to push back. First is just service. We need to promote the good work done by pregnancy help centers. So women who are tempted to take chemical abortion pills will instead take advantage of the life-affirming resources being offered by our nearly 3,000 pregnancy help centers around the country. So we need to kind of step up our service efforts. Education, you know, I think if women knew the risks involved with chemical abortions, they very often wouldn't pursue that route. You know, I think we also need to just pass legislation. You know, if we can't protect all preborn children, putting some limits on telemed abortion certainly would protect some children. And I think litigation, you know, I think we need to fight this in the courts if we can. So I think we need to fight this in a variety of different ways. Will the telemedicine abortion bans that exist now, do you think they're going to stand up in court? That's a very good question. Predicting the future is tricky. I am pretty confident that at the federal level, the Supreme Court you know, would be sympathetic. I mean, this is the same court that struck down Roe v. Wade with the Dobbs decision. So I think that the Supreme Court would certainly be inclined to uphold state-level bans on telemed or telehealth abortions. I'm a little bit more concerned about the state courts. I mean, the state courts have been kind of a real mixed bag. You know, we saw recently in South Carolina, their court recently struck down a heartbeat bill that would protect pre-born children after six weeks gestation. So we have our work cut out for us at the state level, and I just think pro-lifers need to work on effectively litigating these issues at the state level and making sure that state legislators appoint and nominate good pro-life judges. Dr. Michael New is visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America. He's associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life. He is a columnist for National Review Online and author of an essay titled New FDA Policies on Chemical Abortions Pose Health Risks for Women. You can read it at our website, issuesetc.org. Click Talk On Demand Archives. Dr. New, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. We'll be spending some time with Ryan McPherson on the other side of the break. We're going to discuss requirements for future Minnesota teachers to advocate for transgender ideology and critical race theory. Stay tuned. week on the word of the lord endures forever we dig still further into saint luke's gospel with boy with an unclean spirit who is the greatest samaritans reject jesus the cost of following christ and sending of the 72 join me pastor will whedon for the word of the lord endures forever your daily 15 minute verse by verse bible study on demand listen at the wordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider 
The Lutheran Church Missouri Synod's life ministry is thousands of people sharing Christ's love and mercy and giving witness to our Lord's creation of life, His design for marriage and the family, and the God-given value of all human life from conception to natural death. Working with many partners, LCMS Life Ministry sponsors human care efforts that meet the needs of body and soul and provides resources and educational events for all ages. To learn more, email lifeministry at lcms.org and visit lcms.org life. Providing artillery support for the church militant on the front lines, you're listening to Issues Etc. Have you ever wished you could see Ad Crucem's products before buying them? Well, you can. Come visit us at our workshop in Littleton, Colorado, and watch how we make our Christmas ornaments and print our icons. Check out the quality and fabric of our church banners, or choose some greeting cards, posters, or jewellery. Of course, if you can't make it to Colorado, we're always open online. For details and directions, visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com. Memoria Press award-winning Latin programs have successfully taught hundreds of thousands of students across the world. Their easy-to-use, step-by-step Latin curriculum provides students with an academic vocabulary, a mastery of English grammar, and strong critical thinking skills. If you're interested in learning more, visit memoriapress.com and save $5 on your next purchase by using the coupon code LPR23. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time.